Anime and friendship hour. Anime and friendship. Da, 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 da. Oh shit, my computer's dying. We're gonna pause so I can get the charging cable for it. Isn't this a fun intro? Hold on, Cody, and we'll just cut the part of this where I leave the room. Yeah. Hi, Cody. Hello. Welcome to the show. Oh, what show it is, you ask? By the way. What? This is, I said what show it is, you ask? Oh, Cody, what is I that? spoke for you. I represented you in the court of law Thank of you. asking about shows. This is Animated Friendship Hour to answer your previous question. Good. And this is a show where we watch anime and we're friendship. And God, I hope this doesn't take more than an hour of my in my finite life on this planet. Cody, on this planet? Are you booked? Are you booked morning to night? Are it's you squeezing like, me I, in between appointments? You know what? I am booked by what? Cody asked me what. What are you booked by? I'm booked by the rigors of intense ADHD, <laughs> which is only thriving in my unemployment it's like god opens a window but god opens very small windows all over the place is that what's going on it's more like how do i put it you know you put blinders on a horse so it can go in a straight path i'm very familiar Um, with that employment having a job was my blinders and now Uh. i don't have those blinders and now my will to achieve any one goal is completely unattainable because mm. there's a whole world around me and it all wants to stop me from achieving things. <laughs> you need rails. You need a, a rudder on the yeah. boat. Yeah, I need family members to ignore to know that I'm doing good in my life. <laughs> Too much time for your family. Oh, God. Yeah. That's the story of my life. Um, How are you... Cody, I wish you would stop ignoring the third member, the number three cast member of our show. It, the most top-billed avian? The most top-billed avian. Was it not the first avian, but the runaway star by far. Yeah, it's kind of awkward how they came later, but now everyone just loves them more. Fan favorite, what yeah. can I say? Well, which is even more <laughs> awkward. I know, especially giving uh, their belligerent attitude in the past few episodes. <laughs> it's Chickeny China, the Chinese chicken chicken. <laughs> hey, Cody. How are you doing, Cody? Good, how are you, Chickeny? Pretty good. This is our chicken, by the way. I just feel like we never connect on a personal level. <laughs> Dang, Chickeny. <laughs> I mean, we're professional co-workers. We never spend time outside of work. I have a wife, too. Let's do dinner dates. You have a wife? Chickity, I had no idea. I have a whole life, Cody. You would never imagine. (laughs) Jesus. I do pottery on the weekends, Cody. Did you go to night school? Do you Uh, have a degree? Well, if you must know, uh, I started trade school, and uh, then... Uh, almost completed, but then I got into acting, started going to auditions just on a whim with some friends, and oh, I no. actually really took it, took to it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that show, Barry. McCock, <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that show, Barry. <laughs> Did you know I'm an executive producer? <laughs> I'm starting to think we're not using Chickity to their fullest <laughs> potential. Like, they, they have more pull than I realized, and that could really have helped our endeavor. I, I think Chickity, we, we, we cast Chickity without knowing that he already had a very strong following. <laughs> but anyways, Chickity, if you would preside over the ceremonies of chickens. Chickens. <laughs> Thank would you, like to go first? Oh. Uh, yeah, I'll go first. Um, my right thumbnail is going to fall off. No. But it's worth it. I vote no on this. What are you uh, talking about? Well, here's a story about this one. Uh, today I was driving to an interview that was an hour and 45 minutes away. Honestly, for an interview drive, not that bad. Wow. I know. Uh, it's, it's like 
the actual interviews are never the most taxing part. It's always fucking getting there. Mm. Um, anyways, I was trying to do that thing where you're trying to change lanes, but the lane you're in is totally blocked, but you need to get over to the next lane, but they're going way faster. Right. So you're kind of like checking, checking, checking to your right all the time. Uh, I did this and then bumped the bumper of the guy in front of me. Uh-oh. Bad news. Uh, and then he, then he was, ma- he managed to change lanes. Super fucking easy. I don't know what he was doing. Anyways, I saw his face. He looked mad. Uh, anyways, we pull over to the side. Like, honestly, as soon as I bumped this guy, all the lanes cleared right the fuck right, up. Right, of course. Um, anyways, as I was getting out of my car, I was like, I'm just, I'm just gonna be like, yeah, 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 I was totally wrong, I was totally wrong, because I don't want to have to deal with this fucking guy, because I need to leave, I need to be on time. Right. Um... As I was getting out of my car, I slammed the door on my thumb. Oh, jeez. And I yelled, fuck! And that's, that's going to clip, but there's no way I can think to show. <sighs> it was emotional turmoil and physical turmoil. It probably clicked in real life. Yeah. And then once I, after, like I said, he looked mad earlier. <laughs> but then he got out of his car, looked at his bumper, and was like, yeah, it's okay. Aww. And then he like asked about me, and was like, yeah, I'm fine. And he said, it's okay. It's like, are you sure? It's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's okay. Just drive slower. I guarantee you that wouldn't have happened if I did not cause myself physical harm. Wow. I was going to say, what a maneuver. Like, that's, that's <laughs> right. like, if planned, you're a, you're a sociopath. But unplanned, that's just like Courtney's I, ninja through life. <laughs> Here's what I learned. 2019, sl- self-flagellation still works. <laughs> The scarlet letter got it right. Just <laughs> cause yourself enough physical pain. People will forgive you for anything. So, well, hold on, though. What about your thumb? Was it... Um... How are you going to play Nintendo 64? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. It's like... It hasn't fallen off yet. But guess what, Cody? One time, I had a, like... Oh, most way full of water bottle fall on my toenail, and it that part of the toenail fell fell off. So I have to imagine this bitch is gonna come off eventually. Give it a few days. But does it grow back then? I just yeah. Oh, I don't know. I've never experienced this horrific. Situation. You're aware of nails growing, though, right? I'm aware of them growing when they're healthy and attached to you. Okay. Yeah, no, they do. I mean, the one thing I can think of is like it's kind of near the cuticle. So the only thing I can think is if maybe I fucked up my nail bed. But I don't think it works like that. Oh, okay. Like, I think it will still happen. I'm going to pretend to feel better. Like, the hair, it's like (laughs) hair. It's like hair. It keeps on growing. Hope so. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good deal. Well, then it was worth it. You got more. (laughs) You only got one car, only one one interview. (laughs) Yeah, and like, honestly, I mean, to be fair, it's like, it was the kind of bump where, like, you can feel the bounce back of both people's bumpers. Yeah. So, you know, no actual damage is done. Right. No metal bent. Yeah, but still, it was like... That's why they call them bumpers. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, really looked out on that one. <laughs> did that? Did you use your luck and then had no luck left over for the interview? Or did, oh the my luck keep, God. did you keep it rolling? The first this luck on the interview was they said that there was a parking space. It's like, oh, it's off on this one road and it'll be labeled the name of the company. I couldn't find that bitch. So, like, I was thought I was going to be, like, half an hour early. Then the, the bumper thing happened. Mm-hmm. Then I was going to be 15 minutes early. Okay. Then, by trying to find a parking space, uh, I was, like, not early at all. Like, just on time. And I only found a parking space because someone was happening to leave wow. near that place. At, a, like, a two-hour street parking. I don't know. It's, like, one of those things. I'm having this experience a lot where I'm getting these interviews and I want to be like, oh, just be cool and be confident. But at the same time, I don't really want the job. <laughs> so it's like... You have to fake overconfidence? I It's like I'm both not confident and not excited. Right. And I'm just... And like people are like, what skills do you bring? It's like, bitch, I don't know. I just told you all the shit I've done. Do I see... Does that seem like a competent person to you? Yes or no? You know the job you're posted takes little to no skill. That's why you posted it on ZipRecruiter. Bitch. Okay. So it sounds like you got you made it through the interview, at least. Yeah. 
Like, I think, actually, the interviews I've gone through so far, it might have been the most successful, just because it seemed like there was an actual conversation going on. Okay. But at the same time, it's, like, one of those things, like, I can't think of an appealing part of this job. Right. Well, I wish you luck, or better jobs to find. (laughs) God, anyways. Check in, Cody. (laughs) Also, thank you for not showing me your thumb this whole time. <laughs> oh, it doesn't look that weird. It, okay. Uh, it, it does I'll not. show you when it starts. Like, you can kind of see All right. No, no, that's red. good. That looks good. That's. I'm not going to show you when it gets gross. <laughs> You'll just see the before and the after and not in the middle. Check in me? Uh, oh, God. I think my last check-in, I was excited to play in a card game tournament. Yeah, how'd that go? I got bopped. I think Ooh. bopped is the official term for just getting 2 would out. Well, that's not true. I qualified for Sunday, which was big and exciting. So I was in the top 64, and then I woke up early after breaking my iPhone, and I was all, like, oh. hungover in tie-tie, and I'm, like, there with my cracked-ass screen and, like, my little water, and then I just died 2-0. I went back to bed after 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so it was very uneventful, but it was such a high Saturday, and I was so excited, and I was so hyped, and then Sunday morning was, like, wake up early, feel sick, broken phone, lose tournament, back to bed. <laughs> But that's okay. Uh, I've been humbled. I'm ready for what probably won't be till next year to try again. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. I mean, that's always that's that's you've gone. You went through the first arc of your shonen uh, card game playing anime. I, I lost to my first Kaiba. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like this might not even be your Kaiba. This might just be like how, this how, might be the rival that ends up being your BFF. Oh, you're right. Actually, I I did. I ran into the guy later while I was streaming, and I beat him, and I friended him, and joked that that was my revenge because I beat him in a <gasps> game that didn't matter. That's at all. so perfect. That means you guys are equally skilled, and you can yeah. respect each other and help each other grow. Actually, well, now- I ended the season seventy two, and he ended the season ninety nine. So actually, I ended up better overall <sighs> standings. But in this particular tournament, which is the only thing those standings matter to qualify for, he spanked he did me. better. Spanked me. I was gonna say I had one thought, and it sounds like you might be right. I think you might be the best friend. Oh damn it! It's not even yeah. my own story. Oh, oh, you're so right. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing. Killer. You have a romantic interest. If mm-hmm. this shonen. At least it's card games. You never, your main character's never gonna have a real romantic interest. That's a girl. Oh. Yeah. Like I'm married, so, so I couldn't be the main character. Yeah. It would about have to be about Toastface Killa's journey into the world and finding yeah. unlikely people. And and he, he he might have he's gonna get a rival, and there might be <laughs> some kind of sexual tension, but it's never gonna be resolved or acquired. You know. Right. And there might be like a setup straw man kind of love interest with a, a female person. I'm assuming they're a dude. Safe assumption. But the real, like I said, the real tension is going to be with his male rival. Mm. I, uh, has any, at this point in the year of our Lord 2019, has any anime like jumped the shark and let their main character like get married and have a kid like a US sitcom? Uh, yeah, it's called Naruto, and it fucking blew. Right, yeah, that's what I mean. It jumped the shark. Like, it was the worst yeah, thing to do, Yeah, and then, right? there was a, then there was a sequel series about the kids of all the main characters. Because all the main characters just, like, paired up with each other. Yeah. And, like, honestly, it's, like, an ode to heterosexuality. Like, oh, honestly, wonderful. bite my asshole. That's our, that's our straight pride parade. It's yeah. just Naruto the later years. <laughs> yep. Wonderful. Okay, well, that's what I've been doing. Oh, God. Uh, speaking of tr- straight pride parade and the opposite of that, we watched <laughs> a series called Hodo Musko, or Wandering, Wandering Sons. Uh, um, so this is an anime about a boy who wants to be a girl, and a girl who wants to be a boy, because it's Pride Month. <laughs> are they gay, though? I guess they're, they're not. They're not cis They are right? gays. There are gays. There yeah. Are gays. Yes. No, I. it seems like brown hair main character, she is attracted to Takasuki, who is black hair, other main character. Right. But she's attracted... She is the one who is the boy that wants to be the girl. Right. And... There's, there's trans girl the, and trans boy. Yeah. This is going to be difficult, because in the show, they still refer to the... What is the main character's goddamn name? Nitori. Oh, sorry. Uh, Nitori? 
It's Natari yeah. and Tatsuki. Takasuki. Yeah. Takasuki. I gotta say, I had a real Cody syndrome in the beginning where it's like, Everyone's hair is black and brown, yes. and I don't know who the fuck anyone is. And everyone yeah, knows each other, apparently. the first episode was just a blur. Like, Monstrous. I, they barely did anything, and then they all... There was no pink, no green, no. Yeah. Um, very grounded show. Very beautiful art style for us to knock their very uh, subtle character design. But the, it's like yeah. watercolor. Oh, I mean, it's like beautiful in its simplicity, which is like, yeah, of course right. you're going to have like... I mean, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying it's really hard to remember. Yes. Um, and uh, what I was going to say earlier is it, I think it's going to be difficult for us to talk about because <laughs> they still refer to Nutori as a boy. They still refer to Takatsuki as a girl. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, it, to be fair, it's kind of interesting because I think in U.S. media, Western media in general, the... Uh, Discourse right now is if you present a character who is in all, at all, like, trans, it's like, okay, so they identify as a girl, and so you're going to refer to them as a girl. But there's no, like, room for gray area, mm-hmm. which I think this explores a lot where, like, you're a kid, so, you're like, you want to be, but you're not. I think a lot of this is about the characters wanting to be a boy or a girl, but not necessarily feeling that they are that yet. Right. They're like what, twelve, thirteen, something like that. It's middle yeah, school. Yeah, they're like yeah, middle school. And As also, a, this was two thousand. This is not only Japan, which might be behind us, and oh and yeah, how we do pronouns. But then this is Japan, two thousand eleven, right? So probably the yeah. most progressive fucking thing I've ever seen out of an anime. But still, oh uh, my god, I gotta <laughs> say, so we have those characters. We also have Sadashina, or she refers to herself as Chi. She's uh, like a girl that dresses Sorry, girl Sheena, clothes. Sorry, Sheena, <laughs> Yeah. Girls clothes, boy clothes, whatever. Uh, kind of like a gender fluid thing. We have Glasses Kid, who seems super gay to me. <laughs> he's the uh, most supportive friend, regardless of wherever he's coming from. He yeah. is down to help uh, Natori do whatever he needs to do. Anyway, Sarah Sheena, sorry, to go back a second. She, she shows up to school in boys clothes. So I thought yeah. this was going to be... The oh trans yeah, boy. red herring. She ends up no. kind of being the quote-unquote hot girl, right? Um, I wouldn't say that. It, that's not her. There's a there's a clear. She like, is a hot, and she is feeling bodied by it. Like I said, I got more of like a gender fluid vibe from her. Oh, okay. So this is exploring a very vast array of yeah. gender identities without actually using those terms. Which right. is very different from how he would tr- handle this in Western media. Right. I guess I was thinking more about how the other characters react to her Oh, yeah, yeah. But not... You're right. She's not acting like that. So it's really hard to put any character in, like, sort of archetype box that we're used to in a, in a regular-ass uh, shounen or shoujo. Whatever you would call this. Um, slice I don't of know. life. <laughs> yeah, I guess more slice of life. I think that kind of... I don't know super, super well about... I've, like, tried to watch some videos about, like, LGBT issues and representation in Japan. But the idea of Japanese people who are queer-identified not necessarily wanting labels or using labels or thinking in terms of that like, makes a lot of sense to me. Because I think in Japanese culture, vagaries are a lot more embraced if you've ever watched a single fucking Japanese horror movie. <laughs> Um, vagaries and a lot of just like, oh, well, that's just how they act, so... I see. It's fine. Um, although I, like, when you do, like, they have gay pride parades and they'll, like, I think a lot of times when we use labels, we make it more, let's, uh, dissect the term identity politics, we make, see it as, like, oh, this is my identity, who I am, but a lot of ways, labels really just exist to help that group exist politically and get the rights they need and it's not like that any single label actually encapsulate what a person is internally right it's about policy discussion and social yeah i mean (laughs) i don't know i don't want to speak for everyone but that's how it is sometimes in some cases right you personally don't identify as being in a box but my god your box better have uh laws protecting it or otherwise people are yeah mess with yeah yeah um, Do, blah, hey, blah, can blah. I, I don't know what's the most recent thing, but it was even just a couple months ago. Wasn't there still a problem with, like, Japan having laws, like, trying to sterilize transgender people? 
Yeah, I feel like I was hearing a thing about that even this year. Uh, yeah, big big deal. That's big still, deal. So there is gay pride parades, but that's still also alongside that, I guess. Is yeah, I mean, I think... LGB I think, hard stop. <laughs> yeah. Transness is definitely harder for people to understand than just, like, same-sex attraction. Sure, def. I, I mean, I think... Even over here. Yeah. I feel like, actually... It's way easier to, for me, it's way easier to figure out who I'm attracted to than, like, any kind of gender identity thing, because it's, that, like... You don't have to think about who you're attracted to. It just kind of You just know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, for making that, making people understand that clearly uh, who aren't trans is going to be even harder. Uh, right. They've never even thought about it. Yeah. I mean, and it's not, it's like Japan, it's not like Japan hasn't even thought about it. Like, there's plenty of playing with gender in Japanese culture. But we've it's... even seen some animes that have uh what was the Christmas miracle one? Um The Street People. God, what was that one we watched for Christmas this year? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh Tokyo Godfathers. Yeah. Um yeah. I mean and and even I'm think, thinking even more like kind of like a, a weird Shakespeare way where it's like, oh, it's a they're a boy, but they act feminine in every single way. They are appearing, they're acting the role of a woman, but mm. they have a penis. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, so there's plenty of that in Japanese culture. But then, as it is with like almost all cultures, like as soon as someone like wants to make that an actual reality, then oh, hell, that's fucked up. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. It's all tradition and law and patriarchy and crap. Yeah. Let's see, uh, let's just talk about the plot quote-unquote it's a pretty mm. slow start yeah so it starts with everyone's first day of middle school and everyone seems to have gone to mostly the same school for before middle school it, it was it was similar i actually had the situation where there was multiple was it primary school no it was, it's multiple yeah. grades one through five and then they were all smashed together into one middle school so you yeah. knew a lot of people and then there was a lot of like the fuck is that um <laughs> So I think that's what they were doing here, because there was a history. There was a history between the two main characters that they kind of talk mm-hmm. about, right? Where like one of them liked the other one, but it wasn't like reciprocated. I think yeah, um, it was the trans girl liked the trans boy. Or yeah, trans, <laughs> trans <laughs> girl like the trans boy. Right. Um, and then there's another girl, uh, and her name was Chiba Ponytail yes. or yes, Pigtails, Chiba. and she's the one who got uh, trans girl into like actually. Dressing up in girls' clothes. Right. And she developed a crush, ju- crush on Itori Trans Girl, mm-hmm. which will probably be the easiest, but also the most demeaning way we can refer to her. But yeah, so she developed a crush on Itori. Uh, Itori did not like her back because she already liked Takatsuki Trans Boy. It's like at the core of this plot wise, it's just like a love triangle, weep wop. Yep, deaf. But it's interesting, and everyone's, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's cool how the conflict is, there are, there are kind of bullies, and there are, like, teachers and rules that are, like, in conflict, um, but at least in the first four episodes, it's kind of endearing how supportive and friendship, like, it held up so many of the characters are, when yeah. the first thing I thought this was gonna be was just Bully Fest 1998, right? Oh, <laughs> just, yeah. Could be, but nah. It's interesting, the bullying we see that happens is actually over incredibly petty shit. Yeah. There's an episode where Chiba gets bullied by two upperclassmen because she didn't say hi to them. <laughs> and this is treated like an actual issue. Yep. Yes, apologize at the end. I mean, even in this first episode, the, the villain, I guess you could say, is just uh, Notorious sister. <laughs> it's yeah. It's brother sister shit, which is like, he's, he's putting on her clothes, she's putting on her clothes, um, and she's not having any of it. Parents are seemingly not around until... They need coffee in the morning. I don't know. I don't know. The, the thing kind of gets moving in the second episode, right? Where... Yeah. Well, that was mostly it. It was about the not saying hello. Oh, they have to join sports clubs. Uh, Tatsuki is pretty tall and joins the basketball club. I guess. Uh, but then there's a I... conflict where they want her to wear a bra, right? Or him. Oh, yeah. And that, like, uh, causes was... a lot of stress, obviously. Yeah, there was... Let's see. I think it's, like, second and third episode. They kind of... They hit on, like, Tatsuki... Is everyone her age is starting to wear a bra, and she kind of doesn't want to, and she starts kind of, like, playing around with getting binders. Right. She sees ads for them on the computer. Very expensive, obviously. 
They are. I got a binder and I wore it like once and I was like, fuck this shit. It is, it is physically oppressive, I guess, by design. I saw a lot of pushback on Twitter because somebody like Waypo or New York Times, there was an article about like, look, uh, you can overdo it. You can, it can be dangerous. There's dangers of letting your kids wear this. And another one was like, hey, there's dangers of like your kids killing themselves. So maybe we should be thinking about this is like a good thing for people too and not just demonizing and scaring parents away from letting their kids like have things that would help them be themselves. Um, yeah. I don't know if you have any takes on that, but. Oh, like my take is to, it's like any kind of body modification. Like if you're, if people can get like big ass holes in their ears and be fine with that, then people yeah. can squish their titties and be fine with that. <laughs> I don't want to squish my titties because I like to, I do like to wear a bra sometimes. So yeah, I don't I don't need my titties squished um, to be not dysphoric. But if people do, then like let them. Mm-hmm. I will say, growing up with big tits, there was like a weird. It's like my mom had to teach me how to have boobs, and I kind of was like, I didn't know how to uh, articulate this kind of uncomfortable feeling I had, but looking back, I, my feeling is like, they're my fucking boobs. I don't give a shit. You rejected her said, guidance? Is that what you're saying? I, I rejected her guidance. I rejected her telling me to use coconut lotion to like get rid of stretch marks, and I, like one time she even said, you know, maybe you would want to get a breast reduction and we could help pay for that. Oof. Yeah. I mean, looking back, I'm like, you know what? I should have used the coconut lotion. <laughs> it wasn't all horseshit. <laughs> it wasn't all horseshit. I didn't necessarily love it all, but... Right. Oh, you know what? What I took from that, what I've learned from my mom, if there's a lotion you could put on something, why not? Yeah, it's taken me 35 years, and Amy's <laughs> finally gotten me to use... No, don't clip my face at the moment, it's breaking out like crazy, but my cuticles used to be a mess, anything. and they are... They are <laughs> I have filters on my webcam when I go online, and I can't use them when I call you, so you get to see the ugly real life that you, that the you real used to see. The real Cody Robson. <laughs> I mean, honestly, just get some tetratonin. It's, yeah, no, it, Amy's got stuff. I can spot fix it or whatever. I didn't have No, I mean, Tetrachona isn't like spot fix. It's like prescription. It's retin-A. It's this prescription stuff that you can okay. get that, like, on one hand, it can dry your skin out a lot. But on the other hand, it kind of, like, fucking kicks any kind of adult acne's ass. Mm, okay. Yeah. Honestly, I, I found out about that as soon as I lost my health insurance. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> I want it. But uh, I got it again. Oh, God. Good. Oh, my God. We got so far off track. But you do have healthcare. I just want to lock that down. Yeah, I do. Finally. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Um, okay, so basically uh, the the big the big plot that's going to span multiple episodes is um, Culture Week. Yeah, writing the play. They're going to write a, a play, and they decide to make a gender bender play. And I yeah. was like, ooh, which thing are they going to gender bender? And then they're like, let's have the fucking kids write it. And I was like, what? Yeah, I mean, that's the cultural... The whole point of a cultural festival is giving this event for the students to plan and run and put the work into doing. Yeah, it actually sounds awesome, and I kind of wish that we had done it. Uh, It's kind of like... The the amount of skills it would teach you is insane. Right. They're writing a script. Hammering (laughs) shit. I saw there was also Haunted House, which we've seen in multiple animes and video games at this point. Is that like the the fuck-off kids? Like, they're just... I'll, I'll be a ghost and I'll stand in the dark and say, like, yeah, you gotta build the house, but that seems like the, the I, I just want to get out of here. Like, um, fun, okay, fun Cody, major goth erasure that's happening here. I cannot believe the bigotry <laughs> that I'm witnessing. Goths exist and are valid. Okay, so you really think this is goth forward and not just, like, the jocks being like, hey, I could be like, boo. Um, I think it's like, I think they're pro- Okay, so what I think goes into a haunted house is the kids who do just want to boop, but then also the kids who, like, want to be really scary, and the kid. I guess the slackers aren't going to get in the way of the goths, yeah. like, really gothing it up. Okay, Cody, Cody, ask yourself, who goes and see horror movies? Uh, oh, uh, that's right, every Jeez. teenager on the planet. Oh. <laughs> that's true. Oh, I didn't have, like, we had, like, a medieval fair, but it was mostly, like, canned shit from the teachers, and, like, we just, like, 
did a couple activities. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't this awesome. Yeah. We had, like, one of those things where it's, like, it's not, it's between Halloween and Thanksgiving where it's, like, it's Harvest. Oh, Generic Harvest Festival Political Correct Fair? Fuck that shit. (laughs) God, I was deprived of so much Halloween shit in school. Oh, was it not because, is this Christian? They didn't want to yeah, do it? Yeah, they didn't approve. Oh. I remember every Halloween. Oh, fuck, Halloween, we had Halloween. I would talk about some Halloween shit, and someone would be like, mm, no, I'm going to church. And in my mind, I was like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> going to church on dumb, Halloween. Dumb, dumb idiot. Speaking of church, uh, Shiva, the girl who likes Nitori, she goes to a church. Like a yeah. church church. Like a Christian church. She prays to, what I'm assuming is a Lutheran church, to, to put some sense into... Um, and to Natori, was it? Or was it to Tetsuki? She's not happy with Natori. Natori, yeah. Yeah. But she also, at the end, I want to think of, let's say, of episode four, she prays that she can be the R- Romeo for Natori's Juliet. Right. So I think she. She was, like, really difficult. Because in a lot of ways, she was just straight up bitch for no reason. And I really wanted to like her. <laughs> well, uh, she's got feelings for this she person. She does. And she's letting that not be I, a super I, good I, friend. Yeah, I don't know. Part of me is like, this is just a really weird middle school child who's really aggressive and doesn't know how to not be aggressive, and I kind of mm-hmm. liked that. Yeah. And she's sensitive and doesn't know how to not do that. Firestarter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Red Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> At the same time, she's like, she, there are so many times she's like, you should come over to my house to write. I won't be weird. And then she does something weird. I'm like, girl, yes. see the pattern. Identify it. <laughs> well, within the three episodes, she tells uh, Natori that she likes them, and Natori tells uh, Tsuki that uh, he likes her, and I don't know, like, but there's a lot are, of feeling but, sharing, like, right off the bat. But we, the thing is, we found out on episode one, everyone had already told each other the, these feelings. That's true, that was a bad story. So that's why I'm like, when this happened, I was like, give it up! <laughs> MoveOn.com <laughs> So, um, I don't know, I don't know what, I mean, they got through four episodes, like, the play Not a lot happens. Yeah. Um, Um, I don't think this is heading towards a, like, I would be surprised if this headed toward, like, a story where everyone falls in love. But I don't know, we're only partway through, and that's where it looks like, so maybe for the way forward to become an arc is if everyone does fall in love. (laughs) Oh, I'm assuming, like, they break up and hearts are broken and then remended. Um... There's probably fighting some witches in an altered dimension somewhere in there. Oh, yeah. Uh. Nitori's sister is an interesting character, because on one hand, it appears that she's just, like, mad at Nitori for, like, wearing her clothes. But I think it also taps into... They kind of hint at it in episode one, where she's talking to this dude she likes, who says that her brother, Nitori, trans girl, is cute, Mm -hmm. and she gets, like, all in a huff. And I think it kind of speaks to, like, the weird aggression that comes from cis women when they feel like trans women are too good at performing femininity. Ah, yeah, it was hard to tell if she was embarrassed at times, or frustrated, or jealous. Yeah. Or if it's all kind of wrapped up together. Like, she walks in on Notori and his his, his best friendo, uh, who were dressed up like girls, and they were recording their voices in a, a hurry, because they were going to hit puberty at any moment. I love that. I was that like, was cute. That, that for me was like, this is so fucking gay. <laughs> They're racing the clock on their, their little flip phones. Uh, and then um, and then her boyfriend's coming over and she was like, you gotta get out of those clothes, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know if that was just like, yeah, look cool for my boyfriend. Or for I guys. hated the boyfriend character. Yeah. He was like, kinda... honestly, being genre savvy, A, you're in a comedy of errors, a drama <laughs> of errors. You find the girl you liked in one awkward position, and you're like, I'm gonna be a bitch to you now. Fuck off. I don't care about your oranges. You deserve to get the cold. That's why he was going over her house, because she had a cold. Right. Um, they get colds and, pretty easy in this show. Yeah. And their their school nursery, or nurse's office, is like a full-on hospital situation, which I guess is also what we've seen in other animated yeah. video games. I, I I don't think my high school had anything We never that. had that shit. It was just like a root... I don't even remember going to a nurse's office. We just, like, you got your medication from, like, the front desk people. Uh, I think, yeah, ours was just a room with, like, a few more drawers in it. Yeah. Um. Actually, you know what? We had, like, a sports... We had a room that you... I guess it was, like, a 
nurse school nurse office thing, but the only people oh. who were ever in there were sports people. You're right. I wasn't thinking. There is there's rooms in each of the locker rooms that were for sports medicine. Yeah, that's where the money goes in the yeah. American schools. <laughs> Eat my fucking asshole. <laughs> um, and all those kids got were brain damaged for playing football. Can't fix that in a nurse's office. Can't put an ice pack on that bitch. Anyways, interesting point for me. I don't know if you picked up on this listener, but we're just popping around. Sure. There was a part where um, one of Chiba, Pigtail, uh, likes Nitori girl. Her friend is like, oh, you're Nitori. You're the guy that cross-dresses. Because she had shown him a picture of Nitori. And the reaction to that is very interesting to me. Because you had um, Chi, the the gender-fluid girl, who's like really excited and started asking him, uh, asking her all of these questions about it. And then Taksuki gets mad at her for asking the questions because she says that she's making uh, Nitori uncomfortable. And for me, that just represented so such real life different ends of how people deal with transness. Huh? So it like was he? Because well, the thing with Chi was that she was like asking all these questions because she was clearly excited about it and thought it's a cool thing. Meanwhile, because she also cross dresses. Right. We have already established that. So it's like, I was like, I kind of was on cheese. I was like, why are you taking this as an attack instead of like an invitation to share? Right. She, she was, um, or he was needlessly defensive of someone yeah. that wasn't quite as full blown as they were into this yeah. lifestyle, I guess. It's like Toxie was defensive of Nitori, and Nitori later like does so that she was uncomfortable with it in right. her like inner dialogue. Nitari seems uncomfortable all the time. Yeah, yeah, let's get fair. that out of the way. It's fair. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, like, I think when we deal with queer-identified people, there are people who, like, are really fun, um, play with it, and be like, anything is everything. It, ah. And then there are people like, I'm this, and just this, and if you say I'm anything that's not this, you're a terrorist. Right, you're not invited. Okay, I'm, I'm really making that simplified, because sure. obviously that's not how I view gender. But, uh, uh, you're going to have different reactions based on your, your previous experiences. And yeah, whatnot, yeah. Right? So, like, your defense mechanism is going to be really heightened and uh, sensitive for a lot of people, I'm assuming. Yeah. But I did think that was interesting, especially seeing that play out with just really young kids in environment. Like, that was the thing that's crazy to me, is the idea of having all these kids who are, like, kind of just barely aware how they are situated in society, all gravitating towards each other. Mm-hmm. And, like, all being so different, yet being able to find, like, some kind of community with each other. Right. And I was like, either this is so much more true to life than any other anime that I've seen before, or this is a complete fantasy land. Yeah, this is magic Christmas land in so many ways, I think, like that. Like, these are yeah. the luckiest non-conforming kids to ever exist. Well, th- <laughs> I mean, at the same time, I think, like, what we see produced in media is oftentimes, like... Uh, maybe the world isn't as straight as white and white as uh, American TV would have you believe. So why That's would true. we think that um, the world is as cis as Japanese media would have us believe? Yeah, that's true. And also, you know, if you were, I mean, these the, they're ten years younger than you, right? So maybe yeah. it's getting better. So what else is going oh, on? I you know what's funny? What Chiba's mom is in the show in in that one episode, and she's like, "Haha, my daughter's always mad." In my head, it's like that's because you're raising her in a repressive religion, bitch. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I guess we're used to going to the temple, and this is like kind of the first one where it was like, "Nope, first first clue of religion is just straight ass Christian church." Yeah, uh, I mean, it exists in Japan for sure. There's like hella Christian churches. There's, like, hello Christian churches in Korea, and they're, like, apparently weird cult-like Christian offshoot churches are a big deal in Korea. Mm. I I just saw an article, it's like, why are cult churches so big in Korea? And I was like, damn. Well, you're you're just floating a premise that I didn't even know existed. But tell me more. (laughs) I didn't read the article. And here in America, like, every offshoot of Christianity kind of doesn't trust the other ones or thinks they're weird yeah. or cultish, and it's, like, probably, like, all completely identical to anyone outside looking at it. Like, even between Protestant and Catholic, it's kind of like, 
Yeah. So you meet on Wednesdays sometimes, whatever. Like, <laughs> oh uh, man. The uh, I'm talking about the play. The fact that you're writing a play and there's two main characters, it's kind of a baller move to cast yourself with the person you like and then have them be on board with it. But then it gets complicated by the other triangle bluff person doing the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah, that was hilarious. That was actually one of the most true-to-life middle school things. Just the transparency of it all. And everyone being like, um, um, well, actually, I was thinking you'd be Romeo and I'd be Juliet. (laughs) What do you think of that? It was like, yeah, no duh, that was your plan, (laughs) dum-dum. Everyone knew! The whole time! And then, like, Um, at the end of the teacher is like, we're gonna add a bunch more writers to this, and just the fury mm -hmm. of, uh, of I watched on to episode five a little bit. There was a great exchange where Chiba is like, she wants to make it more depressing, and she's like, everyone ruined it. It should be more depressing, because I'm depressing. (laughs) <laughs> um, and then the teacher has to like beg her not to add any more changes because they already handed out roles <laughs> and it's like damn this is real life school teacher nightmare terror situations yeah that poor guy <laughs> <laughs> and she shits on him all the time like he has no idea what he's doing oh he's making his share like we're children's like okay okay girl <laughs> okay I mean I've been in situations where I had to share or lose some of my creative control, and I might have raged at that a little bit. <laughs> so I kind of was this it. as a child or as an adult? No, just in the last five years. <laughs> ah, um, I mean, like honestly, when he like made them write together, I was like, I, you know what? He's prepare. He's preparing you for a writer's room. That's more real life experience than just writing on your own and turning it in. Yeah, having well. to write by. Com- Jobs where you're writing by committee, I think, are actually most of the writing jobs that exist in this world. Yeah, but there is definitely, like, a, a centralized power in that. It's not, yeah. like, it's a criticism That's to say a movie was written by a committee, right? Even though there's a lot of people writing it, even if it's, like, Aaron Sergeant's yeah. script. But, like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they're in sixth grade. I don't know. <laughs> it's just, you need to make sure everyone has at least one speaking line. Right? Yeah. I just feel like it. writing by committee, people say it's, like, bad. But you know what else had a writer's room? Fucking Mad Men. You know how it works? Because they're all good writers. You no, can no, have I, a committee if they're all good people. I think uh, TV shows are written in rooms. I think uh, one-shot scripts uh, are not... I, I don't know. No. I, I, I'm not sure. I, I, I don't just, know. I've never heard a criticism of a TV show being written by a committee, because I think that's the assumption. Yeah. Um, but a movie, I've definitely heard that, because it's just like, can't decide what it's doing, and it's all over the place, and has like five loosely connected themes that yeah. run into each other. I wonder why that is. I mean, I guess movies are generally... A movie is generally, like, maybe one or two episodes of a TV show. Yeah, I think it's because there's it's so much money, and it, people like bad movies more than bad TV, I think. And you need, like, you need certain shots just to, like, sell the movie, so, like, those gotta get jammed in there. And then, like, yeah. you have... Sometimes you can buy a script and then have somebody else rewrite it, and so it's, yeah. like, the, it's like the Bible, where it's like this phrase was from the original, like Torah, and then this phrase was added later. That's why like the number of animals on like Noah's boats not the same in like four sentences apart or whatever. Whoa, I I, I never noticed that. You never know. And one of was pairs, and the other was like seven of each or some weird number, which would make more sense for reproducing. Otherwise, you completely like prune the. Oh yeah, tree. if you only had. Two of each. That's not working. That's not well, how animals work. What if they don't theory, have any chemistry? That's every animal on Earth. Everyone would be all fucked up and have duochromatic eyes. <gasps> if only. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Someone posted a photo of a. It was a, a Satanist catter day, and it was a what are the duo whatever the chromatic eyes, but the cat was missing an eye, so it only had one anyway. Oh, <laughs> but that's did pretty fucking my- Satan. Cody, did you get my cat message? Yeah, the four years. Yeah, fucking four-year cat, bitch. Future. <laughs> Breed that cat, make a million of it. Come yeah, on, Elon Amy Musk. Love that. Amy can't See, stop bothering my cat's ears. Or her cat's ears. <laughs> the ears that, are one of the best That's when they come snuggle with me. Yeah, they are. Oh, do they not like the ear touches? No, they tolerate them to a point, and then they stand up and walk over and find me and sit down on me. Because mm, I don't do that. Mm. I don't do that shit. I got one angle, and it's that I don't do that, so... <laughs> It's sometimes that's how I win. I love an ear touch. I love a butt scratch. I love a chin scratch. God, 
cats are great. I miss cats. You need a, you need a cat, yeah. You need a neighbor I can't cat take at least. Well, I sure. can't take I can't take him myself. That's why. Yeah, I need a neighborhood cat. But I can't get a neighborhood cat because any area I'm going to live in is probably going to have coyotes. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anything else about this? Mildly recommended. I mean, there's a lot of good. Bo- I super recommend it. Super recommended. Cool. Yeah. Um. There's like, like I said, not a lot of plot to really dive into, but it's fun. If you like the slice of life genre, like this is a, it's done pretty well. Yeah. It's beautiful. I love, I love every establishing shot where it kind of like fades to white on the edges. Really cool. It's great. <laughs> uh, Cody, I think it's time for our fourth build member of the show. Oh, the original, the original, AVN. the original avian of the show. I don't know what kind of credits he has had before this, but maybe he'll tell us. <laughs> Fanny. <laughs> hey, Fanny, you don't usually introduce yourself like that. No, he does not. <laughs> hey, Fanny, fan corner parrot, come on out. <laughs> Hey, Cody, friend of the flag corner parrot. I'm trying to... My, my agent said that I should say my own name. And that is also plug my Twitter account. At F Parrot. <laughs> I might have some notes on that name for you later, but that's okay. Rock, <gasps> Cody, who's listening to us this week? Uh, we got a comment on episode 29. 24 seconds in, uh, Samaritas says, the beginning was highly entertaining, comma, <gasps> fools. Nice! That might be one of my favorite comments of anything I was ever a part of. Uh, <laughs> I mean, true to life. Other than that, um, got a couple more follows, and I would say our top listening to country outside the United States is the United Kingdom. <gasps> Ooh! It's a lot of yeah. news this week, because Trump is visiting the UK. Oh, yeah, and um, the lady... They they broke the up with her. Oh. No, the PM. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's she, her name? Um, uh, Theresa May. Yes, she got broken up with by the country. Yeah, but in like our country, there's just like a next in line syndrome with uh, political parties. So <sighs> it's just like whatever. This conservatives are still in charge, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess we have a vice president, but like it's kind of. I mean. <laughs> meh. Yeah, I just saw her made fun of on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Kate McKinnon it, can do anything. She's great. Honestly, reading about all the times when she was, like, almost gotten rid of, and then it actually happened, I was like, really, though? Really? Are you actually doing it? Is this for real? Oh, or am I, oh, I yeah. going to hear about her again three months from now? I thought you were talking about Kate McKinnon. I was oh, like, don't no, scare no, no, me no. like that. There's only one reason to watch the show at the moment. Ha, 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 ha. But, yeah. Um, until they have a new election, I don't really think you can expect too much. Yeah. Um. Uh, I was, I, I should have brought this up earlier. It's, uh, it's June. It's, a uh, Pride Month. Yeah. Are you excited to tell your June joke again? I, I kind of, it's kind of more like a tag, and the last time I mentioned it, people didn't laugh, but I oh, think no. if I That's okay. I can do remember it more. It's, it's like, honestly, it's, it's one of those things, like, when I made, thought of it, it was a joke. But now that I think that it's like not really a joke. It's just banter, sure. Yeah, I know, I, I know what those are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, I, I've dedicated myself that in this entire month, every time I go out to Mike, I am going to mention that it's Pride Month because I always forget that straight people don't know things. Oh, not at all. Yeah, no. Even after being told multiple times. Mo- all the time, all the time. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, happy Pride UK. I hope... I'm so looking forward to Drag Race UK. Is that starting? It, it, I think it's going to be starting this year. Excellent. That makes, they are really doling it out in exactly the order of drag scenes, right? His first was America, second is Singapore, and then third... Is, or Thailand? And yeah, yeah, Thailand. Is, and then the I third don't, is the UK, right? Yeah, Drag Race Thailand, I think they just got a license. I don't think RuPaul is involved in that in any actual way. Right, there's like a different person hosting it and stuff. We watched yeah. a little bit of it, yeah. Um, I mean, do you think she's going to fly across the pond and do Drag UK, or...? I, I I think, I believe that's the case. I guess it's, it's at least it's in English, so that part... Yeah. It's probably just that was the barrier the other way around, Here's right? what I want from UK. I have no idea who's on the show, and I know it's called Drag Race United Kingdom, but I really hope it becomes like a Eurovision of drag, because I want to oh. see 
weird Scandinavian German. <laughs> Cody, you would never watched figure skating, but European skaters are weird and ridiculous, and a lot of them are straight people. Now yeah. imagine now they're drag people. That would be wonderful. Yeah, I want to see. It's gonna be so fucking balls out. I want. I want to see the next. Um, British version of Alaska, but then it would be named after some far off British colony, like like I am the Falcons. <laughs> Falcons under fire. I love your Alaska voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but they'd have to have a British accent. Oh shit! Yeah, I have to work on that. There's oh, a lot to I, unpack there. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Thank you, UK. Thank you, UK. Um, Thank you for the comment. Um, Good luck with the Brexit. UK, Shantae, you stay. <laughs> That's what I hope for you. <laughs> you being the European Union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. I sure. came up with a really fun European Union joke. Oh, hell yeah. Can't wait. <gasps> okay, I'm going to talk about my Pride Month joke because we mentioned it. It's Pride Month. Really great time to be a queer-identified person. You get fire resistance and plus 10 agility. That's just a tag. That's yeah, a check. I know cute. that now. Uh, this e- EU joke. All right, Cody. I'm going through. I'm going through a dry spell, mostly because I'm treating my vagina like Denmark treats the EU, where I'll put in the work to maintain it, but I'm also actively preventing anyone else from getting in. <laughs> wow, that's great. <laughs> that's great. It's wonderful. I mean, and you know I- what the. You don't really have... I don't know anything about Denmark, but you can put together my context yeah. that they're, like, preventing... Because, I mean, that's all over Europe is the rich countries are trying to keep out yeah. migrants while at the same time being like, well, the EU lets you open open borders. So. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. I lo- it's perfect. Oh, God. I'm so proud of it. Anyways, uh, Cody, <laughs> I've been Courtney Magleby. I've been Cody Robson. And goodbye, JoJo. Goodbye, JoJo. Bye. Hey everyone, want to thank you so much for listening, and also really quickly want to credit Kevin McLeod for our music, Delightful D. I hope it was delightful, everyone. Also, if we're so lucky as to have this on iTunes, please rate and review. I assume you listen to other podcasts, so you should know it helps a lot, and if you don't, it helps a lot. I love you so much. <laughs>